I'm Shawa Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, Black Hipster. Hipster. Where we talk about Black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And sometimes other, other shit. shit. Why are you laughing? He like Hipster. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you, you were excited when you about it, that. Then, um, <laughs> I try to listen, um, listen to the way that I'm saying it, and I can never pick it up. I'm like, I feel like I'm saying it the same time You're every like, time. Black hipster. <laughs> it's like there's always a weird inflection oh. every time you say it. <laughs> well, what can I say? What can I say? Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, I got to get my clothes together for the week. That's a smart thing that you're doing to be more... I love how that was the thing. How are you doing? I got to get my clothes together for the week. It's yeah. like, okay, okay. I, I always feel so productive sometimes on the weekend. Sundays, I, I'm like crazy. I'll get up. As soon as I get up, I'll just start vacuuming, mm-hmm. washing dishes, cleaning my makeup sponges. I washed my lace frontal today. Yeah. I got to get my clothes ready for the week. I have one outfit already. Yeah. It required no ironing. That's which I'm good. I'm so excited about. Um, yeah. It's supposed to be like, you know, it's 40s all week. So. Which is a good temperature for us here in Hell January, yeah. in late January. Hell yeah. Yes. So, um,. You know, I can wear more dresses. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Valentine's Day is coming. What do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? Are you guys celebrating? I think I'm gonna take the day off work. It's Valentine's Day on a. It's Friday? a Friday. Oh wow! So I think I'm gonna make it a long weekend. What are you gonna do? Um, I don't know, but I just would like that whatever we do happens when everyone else is at work. Like, oh, you know I love I mean? that feeling. So like, yes. we're like, let's go and move because like, we want to see the photograph. I'm like, is every black person in the city going to want to be trying to see that movie? So, you know, we got to go at like two o'clock or we might just like, I don't know, take a trip somewhere. Oh, that's nice. We might get out the city. Oh, that sounds lovely. It's weird that like we do Valentine's Day because we already know how birthdays go sometimes. But- this one. Oh, I see what you're um, saying. Yes. Yeah, we celebrate Valentine's Day. And I've never celebrated Valentine's Day. Yeah. I've never cared. Oh. It's never been a thing. I've always been single a lot as well. So, <laughs> no, it's true. I've, I've, I've been single a lot. So, yeah. I think Josh is the only guy that I've been with during Valentine's Day. And I am not big on Valentine's Day, and he very much is. We won't be together this Valentine. We will be. We'll be at work. And then we'll go, both going to be in. I'm going to be in Boston. He's going to be in Philly for Valentine's Day. So we will not see each other. Oh. Um, but yeah, so we'll probably do something maybe during that week or just to keep, you know, to go out or something and eat. What do you, um, since have, do you have a favorite Valentine's Day with Al? What do you mean? Like, has there been a Valentine's Day that you thought, oh, this was wonderful? You know, we ate wonderful things. We saw this or we did that. Has there been... We Legit, we usually just like, you know, do random stuff. So mm-hmm. we make the most of it. Even if, you know, it'll fall on like a Wednesday and we both have to go to work. Yeah. Um, We've still been like, oh, we'll get up and have breakfast together. So it's like go to a diner mm-hmm. or something and then just like cook dinner at home or order in. And watch a movie at home, which can be very regular. Um, but for whatever reason, we always exchange gifts. I don't know why. Oh, now that we exchange gifts, it's so weird that yet is... we continue to do it. Well, I guess it's not weird. Every couple has their things, 
And, and Valentine's Day is not going to be our thing. No. Well, well, not like a no. thing, but I'm saying like you're saying that it's weird. It's weird that you guys exchange gifts during Valentine's Day. But yeah. if that's what you do, then that's just what you do. You don't want this to continue to be a thing for the two of you? Oh, no. It's going to have to be. Because um, he's not the best at gifts. <laughs> so I'm going to get him where I get him. Yes, girl. <laughs> Has he, what is, has, do you have a favorite gift that he's given you for Valentine's Day? Yeah, the Tiffany's, um, ring that I wanted. Oh, the, the mesh one? Yes, oh, the yes, all the girls yes. had in college mm-hmm. and I was too poor yeah. to afford my own. Mm-hmm. Yep. That one was Yep, fun. yep, yep. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I still wear it. What is the best gift that you think you've given him for Valentine's Day? Probably the headphones that he still wears. They're so raggedy. I'm like, please get new headphones. He's like, they still work. I'm like, are I they can the see wireless the wires. Ones? Which they're, ones? Are? Yeah, they're the that wi- go around your neck. They go right? around the yeah. They're the wireless that they don't connect to the device, but they still have like the wires, and then it has like you can put them in the hard frame if you want. Mm-hmm. But they're so tore up. I think t- I gave those to him two years ago, oh. and like you can see the wires. Mm-hmm. Well, because they had a war- I bought the warranty. So I think like one of the the ears stopped working and he took them back. He got a new oh, pair. Mm-hmm. And so this is the second pair. But you can see the wires. Like oh, I'm wow. like, bro, I need you to get new headphones. And he's like, they still work. If they still work. Listen, <clears throat> let's not be wasteful here in these times. Everyone's trying to be eco-friendly and, mm-hmm. you know, reducing their carbon footprint. So mm-hmm. wear them into the wheels. And you should know about this. There's a pair of sneakers that you say you need to give away that you love. Um, that are falling apart, but you're like, I'm going to hold on to them. So you know about that. Yeah, my moccasins. Remember those moccasins? Yes, the ones that you said your toe was coming through the bottom. Yes, if anybody from Minnetonka is listening, I would love to re-up on those moccasins. <laughs> I'm just saying. On my phone, some coworkers were making fun of my phone the other day, like, oh, you got a six? Oh, please. I was like, I'm going to have this six until this thing falls out the bottom. Yeah. I said, I do not care about that. I'm. Why am I gonna upgrade my phone every year Mm -hmm. that's ridiculous ridiculous. i said it's so wasteful so i don't need a new one of this thing but i just listen i am not a phone girl it's so ridiculous i don't understand i'm like no i'm i'm that girl when it comes to like things in my home maybe like I'll be like, we need a new chair. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, the chair isn't bad. I just don't want it anymore. And we need a new chair. Yeah. But not just like a phone. Yeah, I agree. Like a car. Yeah. I'm just going to upgrade these very expensive things. That's ridiculous to me. Well, we wanted, um, because we were thinking how, you know, when you want to, like how you said, you want to upgrade things in your, like in our apartment. Mm -hmm. And I said to Josh, I think we should try to look like, secondhand first before we get any new furniture you know maybe we're thinking about getting a new kitchen table sometime soon but what i mean soon with like at least a year out um so i'm like why don't we just start trying to look at secondhand stores to get certain things that we have to paint it because then it's not as wasteful as us going to like uh, you know any other stores and buying it firsthand reduce and it's, reuse yeah so i'm like i think that's what we should do so that's what we're going to look into doing housing works the one on 23rd and 3rd is the best twenty third and third like yeah in the city yeah 23rd. the best for furniture and stuff like that like a know. like a dinette set oh mm-hmm. my god yes housing works who's all the way on the fucking east side and I guess I can go yeah. really like seriously I am telling you <laughs> it is a destination I know girl for but, what you need but then and it's the destination for what it. we need but then 
I'm going to need to get like a car or a vehicle to help me bring oh, the luggage well, back. You were going to need that regardless. That's true. That's true. If you were going secondhand. Yeah, but it would be easier because this is really, there's this place that we like in our neighborhood that we go to. That we, we talk got. about that place on 5th with the antique furniture? Yeah, Time Galleries or something. That we place got. is a little scary. And um, I don't think it's scary. Is that we the were downstairs in that basement. It was scary. Oh, they all have those basements where they work on things. You know, <laughs> they get the furniture get and they work there. on... Yeah, it's like, it's not a maze, but it's like, you know, stacks of furniture piled up along the and walls. And then it's like and, a horse head. Yeah. But you like, think it's looking at you. Yeah, and then everything's so quiet. Like, you'll start walking up an aisle. It's a dead end. But then there's like a little alcove where you can go also look at furniture. Mm-hmm. You're like, this looks creepy. Yep. Yeah, they all like, have those. Today. And, you know, there'll be like a random man. Like, you'll run upon him. He's just working. It's like, I didn't hear you working on your furniture. Mm-hmm. You didn't see me walking around. It's like, we're looking at each other like, are you going to make a move? It's just, it's very, very scary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so anyway, we we found like two end tables that we like when we lived in our old place that were like silver and black. And then when we moved to our, our new place, which is not smaller, it's just certain rooms that like our living room isn't as wide and as big as the one that we had before. So we couldn't put them in the living room. So we had to put them, use them as nightstands and they don't go with our room. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want these things anywhere. They're also, I have a high bed. So they're much lower than the um, oh, than the so bed. Oh, you're trying to put so you gotta throw it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta like fly. You're like it, it, it's not. <laughs> but I'm like I don't want to be wasteful. I don't want to get these tables. And when we got those tables, we probably we carried those. I remember it was probably like what two avenues, two avenues that we um, two avenues and maybe like five blocks. And so we carried those things in like maybe October from the gallery to our apartment. And um, those things were pretty heavy. So I'm like, I actually carry these. I paid for them and I physically put manual labor into it and carry these to our apartment. So I'm not getting rid of them. I, I was thinking <laughs> I was just like trying to sell them or something. Yeah, I might try to sell them because they are kind of cute. They just don't go with the decor in the bedroom. And I don't want them. But I'm like, I should just live with them until... Because now we're at the age too where, you know, Josh wants to buy a house soon. And I'm very much like, we can get a house, but it's not going to be in the suburbs. So <laughs> then I think that's when you start buying, I would say, real furniture for yourself because you want to have things that will last. Right. And, well, uh, because you plan on staying there exactly, for a while. Exactly. When you're renting, you can't, get, you can't invest too much. No, you can't. Like, you move in two years or three years, and then your apartment is much smaller. And it's like, oh, well, what are we going to do with this couch? Exactly. Exactly. And we, we even paid talk- $1,800 for this couch. And now we it doesn't fit in our new apartment. And then you can only look for places that fit your furniture. And then that limits you on where you can live. And you have a, a queen, a king size. I'm sorry, a king size bed. Sure do. Which a lot, which I, uh, queens are the most popular, I think, in the country. But, and I think queens are really good, especially if you're an apartment dweller here in New York because you don't know what size your bedroom is going to be and queen's pretty standard. Most bedrooms can fit a queen. Um, and then so when you move, you don't have to worry about, oh, I got a king bed. I have to find somewhere to, to fit it. Queens are just much more manageable here. But I want a queen, a king size bed, but I'm also afraid if I move to a different place, then it's going to take up too much of the bedroom or, it's, you know, it's not going to fit at all. And then mattresses are not cheap. And then Ooh. you spend all this money and then in a year... You have to get a new get a new mattress. So that's that's was a little scary. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't making any kind of sacrifice. I needed that king size. Well, bed. yeah, yeah, and you had it for I think because oh, your right. shoulder was also bothering you, so you wanted so you could stretch I out a little room. bit more. Yeah, yeah, you need a room. That makes sense. 
And then you man- you manage to fit it. You have a good size bedroom, a big bedroom, so and you have a chair in there. Um, and also, my vanity. Yeah, and your vanity. And a side table. You know, it's funny because I, we were talking earlier about, you know, we are both in what? In relationships. And, I'm uh, like, wait, well, I didn't know where you was about to go. Okay. We're both well, in relationships. We're both in relationships. And, <laughs> and I think the funny thing is when you, uh, we've been in a relationship for most, I mean, you and your, um, you and uh, your baby mamas, as you say, have been together for going on five years. Okay. No. What? For, for a little over four years. I mean, like, it's, 20, it's 2020. Years. So being go well, yeah, a little over four years, but it'll be five years this year. And um, Thank you for that, Josh and Andrew. I have been um, <laughs> three years going on for just a year behind you guys, and but we both been in relate. Wait, wait, wait! I what? love how you said we've been in a relationship going on five years, and then you like uh, Josh and I have been together what, three years, just a year behind you guys. But yeah, you ain't like, shit. But- <laughs> Your math was off. No, we'll, we'll be going on four years. You guys will be going mm-hmm. on five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I meant. Well, you had corrected me and you were like, no, don't, not five years, four years. And I'm like, going on five this year. So I could have followed up exactly what. And then yours and Josh's was three years, but okay. Well, three years going on four. It's been just a year off. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what, what type of uh, shade you think or whatever. I don't know. Con- when... Continue with your shady ass. And no, I, I really don't <laughs> understand. But anywho, so I was thinking, you know, we were talking earlier about you know, even now, single versus in a relationship and how, um, you know, I've even talked to other people how you, you may have single friends or people who are out dating and just the whole dating landscape. I wouldn't say it's completely different from, because, you know, it hasn't been that long for where we were doing it before. But, you know, you have these things now where you can't talk to people, get a little, their backs up because, you know, you're, you're in a relationship now, a long-term relationship, and they feel like you can't tell them anything about their dating experience now, what they should be doing with, you know, dating men or women. And it's just like, I feel as though it, it number one, things haven't changed that much. And number two, mm-hmm. there's just standard things, advice that anyone can follow. And then I've also was doing the same things you were doing a couple of years ago. Just because I'm now in a relationship doesn't mean I completely forgot about how it was to date. I've forgotten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give single people advice for the most part. I think. Uh, yeah, you are really good at not giving giving unsolicited. Advice. Yeah, yeah. I stopped doing that years ago when I realized that people are shit. People are really shitty. And um, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep my little nuggets of wisdom to myself. Mm-hmm. Good luck struggling to find the information that I had all along. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm like. People are, they don't necessarily take things well. And again, like you said, it's like this idea of, well, you're in a relationship. So what do you know? Like, I wasn't born into this relationship. Yeah. It's like, like <laughs> what? It is like, I how? know a lot, actually. And I it, was out here doing the same yes. shit. And then, I, you know, I said before, it's like we dated. We, it's not like we were like serial, like in relationships, you know, it's not like we jump from relationship to relationships. Right. We have experienced dating and, you know, I was definitely going on lots of dates and definitely on the apps and, and having a good time. But at a certain point I was like, oh, this is getting tiring. I just happened <laughs> to meet someone who I decided to, you know, have a relationship with. But it was, 
it, I don't, and also too, nothing has changed. Maybe in the sense, in in the sense of like terms of how we've been dating. You know, maybe like twenty years ago when social media and the apps weren't really there, things are different. I guess in the way that human beings connect, because even you know we have young people that I talk to and they're nineteen or twenty, and I think when you're in college, especially in New York City. Like, you know, a lot of kids who are at NYU or any of the colleges uh, in, in in Manhattan, it seems like there's no need to be on these apps. But yet and still, they still are. And I always think that's interesting. Like, Well, why would you say there's no need to be on the apps? They don't want to just date people in, in their college. No, but no, no. Also, their co- the, the colleges in New York are very big and very spread out. Yes. So they might not come into contact with people who even go to their school unless they're on that. Well, you know, I think that's me coming from like a, that's where I'm a little bit dated. And it's, I mean, we went to school in a completely different, we went to school on an actual like campus mm-hmm. and there was very, there was, there were limitations for me to like date people. So I can see how I, if, that, if I would have been in college and social media would have been how it would how it would have been. Oh, definitely I would have been on the apps. Because, like, well, I'm not meeting anyone at my school. You know, I'm not dating guys who go here. But, you know, if I'm thinking um, when you're in the city of New York, you're just constantly meeting people. And then, too, the, the environment that college is, you're just bumping into people, starting up conversations. So it seems much more... Organic. Organic. But then I guess what you're, to your point, yeah, you use these apps because, you know, everyone has busy schedules and you're running around and it's a way to sort of do that also without that meeting in person to weed those people out. It's interesting. I think that young people still in college use it, but I guess it does make it make sense. You know, you gotta think that like when we were in college, we for sure would have been on fucking oh, Tinder. Well, we like, would have been, like we I said, been on Tinder. We would have been, been like, ooh, let's find us some black nerds at MIT. <laughs> like we definitely would have been on Tinder. Yeah, and then we'd have been like, girl, we gonna go to this party. You gonna come with me? You know, shit like that. Right. I think, yeah, but it, it it does make it. I think, you know, to me it seems fun, but it's you know, I, I think I I definitely don't miss that like you know doing those things for me like of i was thinking of course not because also like we're in our late 30s like what and, and this is no this is no shade to anybody mm-hmm. in their late 30s but it's like i talk to people women mm-hmm. for the most part black women yeah uh, no actually not just black women women just generally mm-hmm. and you know the the older the women get and i'm talking anybody over 30 it's always like, oh my god! I just, I, I need, I want to get a man. I want a man. I want to be in a relationship. Like it's very important to them. Mm-hmm. They do not want to be single. It just, it, like, they hate it. They hate it so much. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. <laughs> Did you, sounds rough? <laughs> do you think that you were like, like, was there at nah, a point? Oh, I wasn't. No, nah, right no, because I know that I wasn't, and I was definitely single more than I was in relationships. Yeah. I yeah. would say, but it wasn't. There are times when you're just like, damn, like, why can't I just find somebody I could just chill with? Mm-hmm. Especially when, like, either you have, like, two or three weekends go by where your friends is all, where your friends are all doing shit. And you're like, damn, I just want to go to brunch or something. Yeah. And in your mind, you think, if I had a boyfriend, he'd have to go to brunch with me. Like, <laughs> he'd do all the things that I can't get my friends to do, which anyone in a relationship knows that that is, that not, is true. not true. That yes. is often the complete opposite <laughs> of how things go once yeah. you're in a relationship. They still got lives. They still they got friends. They are not friends. here for the shit you want to do. Yes. That's when your friends all. really come into play. It's like, girl. Exactly. You be calling your friend, please, let's go to brunch. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> 
yeah. That's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it is funny because it, because I think that I don't miss because I was definitely reaching a point where I was like I'm tired of not that I I think I like I said I wanted to experience being in a relationship but I don't think I was hard up for it I think I was just I needed to take a break from dating as much and I was saying to myself listen if this last couple these last couple of dates don't work out I'm just gonna take a break and just really concentrate on me because it's not it wasn't fun you know it just seemed like the constant like just in and out now that sounds hard but the, the, the <laughs> many dates yeah I was like mm-hmm. in and out the the, the many love. guys that I would see it was just like oh I'm just I can't do this anymore. It wasn't as interesting. So it just so happened that, you know, among that last batch, I met Josh. And then we, you know, we started dating. And um, it, and sometimes I think it's funny how quickly you sort of miss certain things. Like sometimes, you know, I've been very um, honest with him about sometimes I miss being out there, having this sort of feeling of, of not, not necessarily freedom, but just date, getting dating a new guy and then dating that one and then dating that one. And I'm like, I only miss it to a certain degree. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and I've I've definitely been honest with him, but I mean that's not most of me. That's a very small part of, you know, how I feel about being in a relationship because I remember too that shit gets old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting to know a guy, getting to him getting to know you and all of that and you know, there's something fun about the beginning when it's giddy and it's fun right. and that that is really really cute when you know the sort of getting to know you're like the potential of 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 of, of not thinking about it so much, but sort of feeling that newness when you when you when first you meet actually someone. like like someone. Yes. Yeah, you and go it, out with a guy for the first time and you're like, oh my god, this is so much fun. Yeah, and that attraction is there. You like them. Yeah, yeah. That part is really fun. That part is really, really, really fun. Oh yeah, I think everybody has that feeling of like, damn, like I, I like that beginning part. You can never have that again mm-hmm. with your partner, and you don't want to not be with them. But you know you can never get that back. You can never get because now back. you just you just know. <laughs> Once you know, you know. You know what I mean. You can't unknow who they are. Yeah. There's there's all these things that you're learning in that beginning. Yeah. And then you know, as soon as you wake up, you want to talk to them mm-hmm. and all this other random shit. Um. Yeah. That that goes away. It it does <laughs> go away. <laughs> it goes that away. Definitely goes away. What What do you think? Because I think sometimes a part of it is just trying to have new experiences with each other. And, you know, that's the way that you sort of... It's it's definitely not the same. I don't think so. I just think once it's gone, it's gone. Well, no, no, no. I I I just hear people say that too. It's like, oh, you can keep things fresh with that same person. No. Absolutely, but you will never get that feeling back. No, That's a a, very different thing. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I was saying that that's sort of, for me, the one way that you can sort of recapture... Not recapture that, but get this different feeling of um sort of surprise or or looking at your per- looking at your partner in a new way and it's it's still not the same because when you don't know them there's so much that you feel like you have to discover about them right. or just so much fun for fun things exploring with them and even with like a, you know just speaking with my relationship there's still a lot of things that I discover about Josh but it still feels different for me just discovering him you know, from the beginning, but there's still certain things like I know one of my big things, you know, when I imagined me getting a boyfriend was like, I love New York. I've always loved the city and just walking around during a nice summer day, like going to get ice cream, going to eat, you know, getting a little tipsy. And we don't do that that much. You know, he's much more of a Brooklyn. Yeah, because uh, also too, like in our fantasies, it's like <laughs> sex in the city. Like no one works. <laughs> like you have like all this money at your expose. <laughs> like, it's like, 
Yep, that's exactly how fantasy works. Like yeah, but you, you definitely true. forget to factor in all the real life shit. Like yes. It's a summer day, but you just got off work. Your balls are sweating. Yeah. You really kind of really just want to take a shower first. Are, um, it's the first of the month, so you just pay rent. So <laughs> really can't have much more than like pizza or Chinese takeout. Like, and that's true, but happy also hour too, can't be more than five $5 drinks. <laughs> that's true, but also too, just the fact that, you know, other things like what you're saying is you're just like, I had a rough week and I'm tired, homie. I don't feel like doing that. Or like you have other obligations. It's just like real life things come into play mm-hmm. because it's like well we can't do that every weekend or like you'll say hey, I want to let's go to the city like Josh and I rarely go into the city even when we end up staying in Brooklyn because ne- now course. neither one of us because we party so much in the city when we were younger and I always imagined when I was younger going out with my boyfriend and hanging out now it's like girl I don't feel like getting on that train the train's acting up right. they on the R running the on this line, over the the running line on this. but they don't tell you yeah they don't they tell you I'm like station. nah son I'm not doing yeah. it and then all those little Ain't fantasies just go by it. just <laughs> fall by the wayside and you're just like let's just walk let's just take a walk through the cemetery <laughs> through the day you know we live right across the street it's like let's just walk through the neighborhood you see my ass i'm like fucking vacuuming <laughs> and get my clothes ready yes. for the week on a sunday it, like. it is you, you become <laughs> you get into this routine it's 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 really really interesting <laughs> Holy well that's what i'm saying it's like yes but your single friends you know are like oh but you have a man and it's like yeah he getting on my nerves today <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> I sure do. And I want to knock his nose off his face tomorrow. Oh, my God. Because he's getting on my nerves. It, yeah. Um, it, it or it's like, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't change. You know, it's just, I still need a job. And I still yeah. need to pay rent. And all the things that you also still have to do, I still have to do. Exactly. The only difference is, yeah, I have a partner to share things with. Yes. But it, it, I think the difference, too, though, is, again, like the type of person you are like if your happiness lies in having uh being in a relationship mm-hmm. then yeah but that's a whole nother issue that you should probably go see some therapy at. for yeah. because it shouldn't just i think it shouldn't so if it does yeah, yeah maybe you, you want to see about that yeah, and 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 even to your point, like sharing your relation, sharing your life with someone is really great. But then I think it doesn't afford you. We know it doesn't afford you the same amount of freedom as being, you know, being single. Because it's like, well, listen, if your partner gets another job somewhere, if you get another job, then now, or even just like moving, and when you want to change apartments or change this and that, you now need to take into account that you live with, or you're a part of your life is tied to someone else's. And you can't make those decisions now just thinking of yourself. There's a lot of... Um. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, let's be... I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> well, so I, mean, I mean, okay, so I think you're thinking about it from the perspective of you... Well, number one, you're engaged. Mm-hmm. So that's very different. Like, you know, you and I, we both live with our respective significant others. But if I'm... If we're dating, we don't mm-hmm. live together, it's whatever, I'm not taking you into account in any of those decisions. No, 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 I agree with like, I mean, like I get some bomb ass job in LA, I'm taking it. And then like I might be true. like, look, you can come to LA if if that is the case, right? <laughs> um but otherwise and mm, well this ain't about to be no Gina Rodriguez, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh I mean they were together for like ten years yes. or some shit in that movie, but and like crazy in love with each other. Mm. But like, yeah, I just mm, I'm not taking you into account, like, in my decisions about those things if we are simply dating 
for whatever amount of time. And and thank you for that clarification, first of all, because I was definitely coming from my own um, situation. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> right, where, where you are engaged and yes. live with your significant other. And, and I do think to a certain point, if do you think, like because if jo- when Josh and I weren't engaged, hold on, I'm trying to remember this. It, when we weren't engaged, I think I would, if I got a job somewhere, it's just like, well, listen, this I need to take this. Your career Y'all comes also first. Y'all living together. What? Y'all were also living together though, yes, before you were engaged. Yes, that's what I'm saying. When we so were fully engaged, yeah, being living together and not being engaged does add a certain layer. But I, I mean, I do think, you know, maybe if I, like I said, if I got that job, then it'd be like, listen, homie, I can't stay in this. Even to a certain point, to a certain extent, engaged. It's like, listen, this is the opportunity of my life. You know, this is my career. And yeah. and I think that they both weigh... It, it's, it would be hard to make that decision to give up one over the other because then you think about resentment and you think about all of these things. And, oh, gosh, yeah, that I think it becomes it definitely becomes much harder once you start tying your life to someone because you're, you're tethered. Yeah, you're tethered <laughs> and and you're not going to always get what you want and you're going to have to make certain decisions for the two of you. And that's not going to be what you really want. It's like this is for us. This will be good for us but maybe it's not 100% what I want you know um. does that make sense <laughs> well, well for instance like I was saying like you know I'll just put that out like Josh sure. wants to buy a house but buy a home Josh wants to you know I think ultimately what he would like is to move to the suburbs and to own a home for me neither of those things are big deals moving to the suburbs or owning a home <laughs> is big for me but it's like okay well you know what I know he wants a home so I could definitely be on board with that train but moving to the suburbs it depends on where we I, I don't think I could do that I, I I don't I think I would like I always say I think I would die I wouldn't I mean really <laughs> dramatic but it's I don't think that's for me so it's like okay well then how do we compromise on this well where's the middle ground on that you know he's you know even you know he's had job offers or not job offers look for other jobs in different cities and mm-hmm. things and it's like well I can go with you to depending on what city it's what city it is you know, I can go to maybe Seattle. We can try it. But I'm not going to the middle of the country where there's no people who look like me because I don't think I would feel safe and I don't think I would feel welcome. So for then for you, if that's your dream job, then I'm sorry, that's not going to work for me. So then you, you, there's these things that you may, you have to sort of, it's a tug and pull. Not a tug and pull. Something, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you just made up something. Made up a I phrase. Know. It was like, okay, I'm talking pull. So, but do you think then he would make that decision then based off what is or isn't good for you? Like, if he was like, this is absolutely the dream job of all dream jobs that I wanted and they made me an offer, but, you know, it's in Wisconsin. Well, it's in, wait. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. Iowa. Yeah, I mean, just like, yeah. I'll say, listen, I can't go with you. You do that. Yeah, and the we'll people s- at Iowa to be like, go back to New yeah, York. Yeah, go back to New York. Listen, I'll tell him, <laughs> I, I think for him, if he felt like there was something he really wanted to do, but if I didn't feel safe or I didn't feel like this, it didn't have anything for me there, then we then that'd be a discussion. Either he's going to go and we sort of try to figure it out or we break up. I don't know. I have no idea. But I think sometimes you you... You can't give up so much of yourself or so much of what you want for the other person. Except because, so many people do it so much. Yeah, I think so many people do it. Yeah, and I think <laughs> so that's when it becomes dangerous. Do it. They do it a lot. And it's hard not to resent someone that you're in a relationship with. And I think sometimes it's Josh and I have these like monthly, we try to have them monthly. We don't always do just check ins. 
Like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Am I doing something that you don't like? And we try to be honest with each other about what we're expecting because it's easy. It's easy to sort of get annoyed at each other or get resentful and even just little things. Like, I had an attitude yesterday. And I was totally about, I came, I didn't have a great day at work. And I came home and he just walked in the door and I was like, now I'm annoyed. And it was like, there's no reason why, why I was annoyed. Just his presence. Because yeah, I kind of wanted to be alone. I had a bad day. And, you know, we had a conversation about it later after I gave him a little bit of attitude. And then he's like, why are you giving me attitude? And I was like, because I don't want to look at your face. I didn't say that to him. But, you know, then <laughs> later on, that. I had to, no, 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 no. Later on, I had to come to him. And I was like, listen, you know, this is why I was upset. And, but that's me is normal I think when you're sharing in New York sharing small space with someone Mm -hmm. and it's different from roommates you know you and I live together and you know I'm pretty sure there were days where we came and we was like oh we just want to be alone but we also had our room we also right. had our room. You had a place to retreat you had a, the other yeah. person couldn't just come in exactly. and make themselves comfortable. Exactly. You can't close, you know, or like, and even just your bed. You know, it's like you had your room, you had your bed, you had your own space where you can sort of exist. You're sharing your, your all, 100% your space with this other yeah, person. Listen, we could barely do the podcast without <laughs> my baby mom's coming in and disrupting. Yeah. Like, I can hear him in the background now. It was like his fork, like, hitting the plate. Like, clanging the freaking dishes and shit. How do you, do you feel like, do you feel like you're good at like sort of times when you sort of want your own? Because I I think that's normal. And I think sometimes people don't like to say that when, you know, you just want to be on your own. You know, you want to sort of exist in a space by yourself. And that like, are you, do you think those are, there are times when you want that? And if there are, do you think you're good with making sure that you get that? I mean, everybody know I love me a good bath. You do love a good bath. Like, yes. I go out and take a bath. And anybody knows, like, I do not close the door mm-hmm. to the bathroom unless I'm doing two things. Mm-hmm. Taking a shit mm-hmm. or dealing with aunt Flo. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if I close the door to the bathroom, that means I want some privacy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I want some privacy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I want to take a bath and I just don't want to be bothered, I close the bathroom door. Mm-hmm. Now... Does that stop him from knocking on the door? Not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, yes. Because mm-hmm. like, it's like, typically, if I'm in the bathroom, you don't need anything. Mm-hmm. Chances are, I asked you if you needed to use the bathroom before I went in there. Because I don't know how long I'm going to be in here. I might have, you know, a slice of pizza, some wine. Like, just don't disturb me. Yeah. Um, that's usually what I I do. Other than that, I'm, I don't feel like I necessarily have... Those moments of like, oh, I come and I just want to be alone. Mm. If I do, I probably don't recognize them. And then maybe I am just stank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, I I'm stank and I don't know why. And then it's like, maybe <laughs> I just needed some time to myself. Yeah. Like, how yeah. <laughs> do you think you're good too? And now I'm like asking you about asking like, me like, because I think for me, I know it's hard for me to sort of compartmentalize sometimes. Like I mentioned when I come, if I... I'm having a difficult day with other things outside, you know, with work or my family or whatever it may be. When I come home to my apartment, I'm thinking this is my space. This is my sanctuary. It's my room. I can sort of let all of that out. And unfortunately, sometimes Josh is there. So it's like, <laughs> I, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, there's this You're sort like, of, Ugh, he's here. Well, no, no, no. It, you know, but like there's this weird thing of me coming to my home and realizing, okay, well, I can just let everything out. I can decompress how I want to decompress. But then there's this other person in my space who I love and I appreciate, but how do I do that with this other person who I have to respect being in my being in this space that we share? It's tricky, and, especially because then it's like, if 
for me, it's those moments where it's like, I don't want to like chat. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I start to notice I'm getting aggravated about the things that you're talking about because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just this very mundane, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, um, very like banal conversation about absolutely fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. So I usually just take inventory of like, why are you so upset about what he's talking about right now? And then I usually realize it's because I just don't want to talk right now. Like, I'm tired. It's usually if it's like really early in the morning or if I've just gotten home from work and I'm just not particularly chatty. I'm not really in the mood to chat. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, you are talking right now. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's hard, I think. I always remember that episode, one episode of Sex in the City, which I I wasn't dating anyone when Carrie was in. She was dating the artist Alexandra Petrovsky, mm-hmm. and I forget what her issue was, but he had had something with his exhibit or something, and she had an issue, and she was upset about what was going on with her. But she went to speak to him about it, and he was in his artist studio in his studio. Like, oh, she was in Paris. Just, was she that in moved Paris? to fucking Paris for him? And oh, was well, not that's... adjusting well. Yes. But no, and I think but I think this might have been before she moved where she she ran in to say something to him, but she could tell that he was so distraught about something and she mentioned it, you know, at the end of the episode, she's like, Sometimes in a relationship there isn't room for both your issues that night or something like that. Like sometimes there isn't room for it isn't the best time for both your issues and she had to sort of suck her shit up because she had to take care of him for that moment. And I think that is something that it's 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 really hard to to navigate. Sometimes it's really difficult to navigate in a relationship because you're going through something, but then you see, oh, this, you know, maybe it's not the right time for me to say this about how what you said bothered me the night before, or you know, this issue that I have with you, and you kind of have it's like a land you're walking around sometimes, not on eggshells, but you just have to be very careful about how that person is feeling. I feel this way, but I'm coming home and I don't know how the fuck your day was. I know I had a shitty day. And then I realized you probably had a shitty day too, and it was worse than mine. So now I need to suck my shit up. But <laughs> see, take... I don't. Nec- I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think it depends on the person you are. Yeah. What do you mean? To I think that you're the type of person that would do that. Mm-hmm. But like, why can't we both have had a shitty day? It doesn't have to be like a well, mine was shittier, so you don't get to complain about yours. It's like. Well, we could also just vent to each other about our equally shitty days. You know what? And that's, I do that. I think I meant when, for me, when I come home and I know that I have an attitude, when I know that it's sort of like a space where, like I said, when I come home and I'm just, I know that I'm going to lash out a little bit at him because I'm just upset about other things that happened. So I have to kind of suck that up because then I know when you've had a really shitty day. So I know I have to chill and have to be a little bit more understanding because, yeah, I had a shitty day, but... I'm going to sort of, what is the word? Um, like I said, lash out on you. And it's like, it's not your fault. I was going to give you some attitude because I just didn't but feel you like you sound it. like you were like prepared to do it even no. though you know it's wrong. <laughs> like, you're just like, wait till I get home and take this out on Josh. No. Ooh, wait till I see that Joshua. Well, like, no, I don't think I think about that, but I'm, I, I don't do that. But I know, I know that's something that I have. I, I've seen, you know, we live together long enough, so I know that's in me. So I always have to be mindful when I'm turning that, especially when I have a bad day, when I'm turning that key, I have to check in with myself because I know that. That's in me. I know that's now how I can operate. 
I will take it out on him. You know, not like I'm being like berating him or being, but you know, I can be a little bit cold. Or I can be a little bit snappy or things are like he can do something. Maybe I didn't like, but it become a larger thing because I was already upset. You know what I'm saying? So I know. So I have to check myself and I know I have to be, I have to sort of quell that and, and tamper that down, especially when he's had a bad day. And I think I have to sort of put myself on the back burner a little bit and just say, listen, what's going on with you? Because I, I have to just restrain myself from being a little bit of a of an asshole or a bitch that does i listen i've learned some things this about is, myself i've learned some things about you too but this yes is quite interesting yes to me right now that that's how that goes down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the yes. uh wiggins uh living well household. we well you and i had a very just amicable and just wonderful relationship so you know we would just come home from work every day looking into each other's eyes and just make love until dinner and and you then know. play with each other's hair. Wait, <laughs> what dinner? It's like we're making love till dinner. Who where did the dinner? <laughs> That's come what I'm from? saying. Like how long like, are we making love? Because it's like we get home at like six or seven. So basically dinner was already cooked. <laughs> <laughs> dinner was just there. <laughs> we make dinner together. I would be holding you. We'd be stroking, looking in each other's eyes, you know. Ew, down that like, <laughs> sounds like an awful relationship. Very glad that I'm not in that relationship. You know, but- I'd rather be single. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> just sounds like too much. Oh, it sounds God. like too much. On like, that I like my personal space. <laughs> I like being able to just be like, I'm going to go out with my friends mm-hmm. and you're not coming. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And you're also very good. I mean, when I, you're also very good, I think, with... Um, with not disappearing, like uh, with managing, I think, the time between your boyfriend and yes, your which, friend. Which, may I say, a lot of people are not. I yeah. think my friends included can be really fucking horrible mm-hmm. about yeah making the time for their friends mm-hmm. um and not spending all their time with their significant How do you think other. I am? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you asked. <laughs> oh no, no. I think that <laughs> you really get this on podcast. Well, you can tell me really yeah. I it's think not gonna that you and I think this is in general that you like to please people. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you're in a relationship, you are very hyper aware of whether or not your significant other is pleased. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that you've dated a lot of people who have been like, oh, you always about your friends. And it's I funny because... a lot of guys but as like your, that. Right, yes. but as your friends, we, we feel the complete opposite. Yes. We're like, no, Stanley will ditch us in a hot second to go be with the boy. <laughs> like, you have always been that way. Really? You, you will ditch us real quick to go do some boy stuff. Oh. Yes. You've always been that way. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I think that, like, even more so when you're in a relationship with someone, it's like, well, I want to make sure that person's happy. And I think it's like, well, as your friends, where our relationship is already established, mm-hmm. like, nothing's going to be tarnished if you ditch us to go mm-hmm. be with that person. But maybe there's a little bit of fear that if you don't give that person enough of yourself um, versus giving it to your friends, that they're going to pull away. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've said that to me before, so that's something that I oh, haven't okay. heard. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There yeah. we go. See, so, so yeah, no yeah. new information. Yeah, no new information. No feelings. Yes. We we talked a lot about <laughs> things. Yeah, I think. Well, hopefully, I'll get better at managing that because I don't want my friends to feel like I ditched them, which apparently they do. But I think, yeah, I think, it, yeah, it's it's always difficult for me to find the medium because I think too the men that I date usually hear me talk about my friends a lot. So there's 
Which As is I fine. Think every man hears yeah. every like seriously, and, and not I'm, to like liking gay men to women. Um, but I think you know women talk about their friends all the time yeah. with their significant others, like just all the fucking time. So if you're the kind of guy that does that, and it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm, that's normal. Yeah, that's I, normal. I, I I think yeah, maybe in my experience, I've just been with guys I think who typically have been. Feel a certain way about jealous. yeah, jealous of of <laughs> of my friends, and I think I I think I don't yeah yeah and um, yeah that's but yeah hopefully I I well now I'm with someone so I don't know how I love doing with this one but um, hopefully you know as far as like making time with my friends but I I hope my friends know that I love and appreciate them so that's it ew that was super corny you really want to end it like that yeah well, well yes that my was a- friends I love and appreciate them yes they can listen to the podcast and they can know don't mind my actions don't mind me. <laughs> just listen to what I'm listen saying listen to the words that I'm saying as I'm the like canceling out of my mouth yes. <laughs> right as he's sending a text message to be like wait I- no this is this is what you do this is what? your move all day and it drives everybody crazy what shower sends a text to the the, the Three friends. Hey, y'all want to do brunch? Stanley responds, um, nah, I can't do brunch. Everyone else responds, sure, let's do brunch. Shower sends a separate text with Stanley off the text. Brunch pops up. Brunch brunch day pops up. Um, so where you guys going to brunch? Stanley. Um, we're going here at this time. Oh, okay, because I was thinking about coming. 30 minutes later. I'm not going to do brunch with you guys. Like, you told us that yesterday. We this, already considered you not coming. This then was you recent. Back, you do it this all the time. Recent. But this you do recent. it all the time. Then you pop back up to find out what the plan was just to tell us all over again that you're not participating. Ooh, I'm like opening up the wounds. Scab, read the <laughs> But scab you do it. Often, I, I am. A, I will say, I, I change up. I change. Not that I, ch- not that I change up. I like to consider things. It's like, what am I going to do today? I feel different. Monday, I may feel a certain way. Then Tuesday, I feel Wednesday, I feel in a completely different way. And I, I, and and, and I've, I've definitely accepted that about myself. I know everyone is not you okay with that. Much but I, I, I can't, regard. I can't change that about myself. It's like I, I love that he's like, I can't. Change and I don't that. want to. It's like that's just the way I am. And I, and I would hope no one takes it personal. I'm glad that my friends know that and it may annoy them. But it's like, I, I can't. That's how I am. And I know, I think the good thing that I like that I, sometimes that I do, I don't expect other people to give the things that I don't give. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like if how I am with my friends, everyone's different. But I don't think I expect more from my friends than what I give to them. As, so that's, I don't know, that makes me feel better when I feel like, oh, well, I'm not giving. It's just like, well, I'm the way I am. So-and-so is the way that they are. So-and-so is the way that they are. And we're all friends. And uh, I know that for important things, I feel like I am there for my friends. We going like that now? Lord. Oh, gosh. You know hmm. what? Let's just end it. Let's shit. just end it. Yes, yes. If for some reason you like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> for um, some reason. They love every episode. Great us. And subscribe. Exactly. Um, Find us on Instagram and follow us at Black Hipster Podcast. Mm -hmm. And you can also email us at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Jeffrey, I'm waiting for your email. Oh, yeah. Read it on the podcast. (laughs) So send it through, brother. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at the Shawa Evans. Mm -hmm. You can follow me at Standard W. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's it. Until the next time. Yes. Peace. Bye. Bye.
Yeah.